0: Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered with knowledge that will cause you to rise up and become who God wants you to be. This morning, for the time we have, let's continue our series on the presence of God Psalm 91 verse 1 the Bible says he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I told you last week God is everywhere but God is not with everyone God is everywhere, but God is not with everyone. He who dwells, not everybody dwells, but he who dwells in the secret place. So God has a secret place, a secret place. I'm sure you realize that a secret place means it's not obvious. It's a secret place. Every one of us, we have a place. Thank you. We have a place where we keep important things your wallet, your safe or those of, or under your mattress, or wherever is the secret place. But everybody has a secret. Or your bank account is your secret place. It's secret because even though we all know you have a bank account, we don't know the number. And we don't know the pin. And we don't know how much is inside. It's a secret. How many of you understand that? Everything that is important is kept secret. It's kept secret. Now, God is important. God is so precious that he hides. Just like your money is important. And it hides. Anything important does what? It hides. You got to find it. You got to find it. You will think as important as money is it will make itself available so that we can all use it. Isn't it? But it hides. You have to find it. God is important. Very important. Therefore, he does what? He hides. In a secret place. Only those who truly want him. Only those who truly desire him. Only those who truly pay the price gets him. The same with money. A lot of broke people don't have money. Even though they need it, it hides. May you become among those who dwell the secret place. This is not the secret place. It is a place where we can access the secret place. The building that you are in is just an environment we're trying to create to give you a chance to access the secret place. This is not the secret place. You need to find the secret place. Until you find the secret place, you haven't found God. God. Sister, ne- tomorrow go to ABSA. Go to the bank. You'll be surprised that you will be in the bank, but you don't see the money. Oh, you are inside the bank, but you can't see the money. Yet you are aware there's money. You are aware there is God, but you are not seeing God. Because you you need certain ways to access where he is. How many of you went to the bank, you were broke, you left broke? (laughs) You went there, you had no money, you left, you still had no money. Oh, you can go. How many of you believe that except when you see in the ATM out of service. There's money inside. Every ATM has money. Okay, go stand there and live with money. <laughs> There's money, but you are living without money. There's something you need to have, even though the thing is present. Okay, how many of you believe that if you go to San City, now, I don't know if we have ATMs in, Mokor, in Lidac. Do we have ATMs here? Uh-huh. If you go to any of our ATMs, okay, global. If you stand next to the net bank ATM, Or you embrace the upside ATM Or you give a kiss To the standard bank ATM The money is inside But the money will not come out But there's money inside There's money inside God is here But you gotta learn how to access him Are you listening to me? It's only when you know how to access him, then you can have him, and then it starts benefiting you. Just like only when you can learn how to access the money in the ATM, it can start benefiting you. As for knowing that God is here, I'm sure you know God is here. But is he with you? Is God with you? The presence of God is so precious that a lot of people joke with it. The first person to ever joke with the presence of God was Adam and Eve. We are told in Genesis 3 verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. From what? From the presence of God. You would think that the presence of God will attract people, but other people are hiding from the presence of God. You'll be surprised that something as precious as the presence of God is not everybody who wants it. Adam and Eve are hiding from it. They're hiding from it. Look at Cain in Genesis chapter 4 verse 16 The Bible says So Cain left the Lord's presence How can you be in the presence of God And you leave it Cain left The presence of God He left And we know what became of Cain I mean he killed his brother We know the story This is the man who left the presence of God. (laughs) What of Samson? Samson lost the presence of God. Judges 16 verse 20. Then she cried out, Samson, the Philistine have come to capture you. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. He didn't realize something changed. Adam hid from it. Cain left it. Samson lost it. The presence of God. the, the, The glory of God. The sweet presence of you shall not lose it. Amen. You shall not leave it. Amen. You shall not joke with it. The pres- you know why you shouldn't joke with the presence of God? Number one, the presence of God sets you apart. That's the first thing you know. You see, I'm teaching about the presence of God. You should understand that there's really nothing about me that is different from you. Nothing. I don't have three hands as I'm standing here. I don't have four legs as I'm standing here. I don't have two heads what is it that has caused you to leave your house to come and listen to me? You tell me. What am I going to give you when this church is over? Am I going to give you money? What is it that I have that has caused you to leave all the other things you could have been doing this morning to come and sit here? In a place that is hot, where your little money you have even given it, What exactly are you getting? Ask yourself that question. What exactly are you getting? Because if you don't question your actions, you are deluded and you are suffering from mental problems because only mental people do not take time to assess their actions. I don't think you have a mental problem. Are you, are you having a mental problem? I don't think you, have, I, don't think you <laughs> I think you know you are very, very wise. That's why you are even sitting here. You are aware of something. Behind Pastor Pascal, or behind everybody that is standing here, there's there's a presence. There's a presence. There's a presence. There's a presence. And I would like to submit to you this morning, behind you, there will be a presence. Wherever you go, there will be a presence working with you. Following you, leading you, speaking to you, guiding you. The presence of God. The presence of God. That's the only thing. There's nothing else. The presence of God. It makes the difference. Exodus 33 verse 15. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. If you don't personally go with us. Personally. This is you telling God, God, if you don't personally work with me in that interview, I don't want to even go try. If you don't personally, like I want to feel your person next to me as I'm going in this journey. God, if you are not personally with me, I don't think I want to do it. If you don't go personally, personally with me. Don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me? How will anyone know that I have favor with you, Lord? Hmm? How do people know when you have favor with God? What is the sign that God is favoring this one? What is the sign? On me and on these people. If you don't go with us. For your presence among us. Sets your people and me apart. From all other people on the earth. Your presence. Your presence sets me apart. Your presence sets me apart. Can I tell you something? Your beauty doesn't set you apart. Your wisdom doesn't set you apart. Even your money cannot set you apart. Very soon you find somebody who has more money than you. As soon as you walk out of the house, you are only beautiful in your house. You are only handsome in your bedroom. As soon as you walk out, you start seeing more Polish people, nicer looking people, better trained people. And you just put your tail between your legs and you are comforted and you are quiet. What sets you apart? I'm asking you, what sets you apart? The presence of God. That's what sets people apart. That you will be there. You don't even look very nice. I mean, I've always I've given you a revelation. Ever since I became a pastor, I have married so many people. The, the lady getting married is never the most beautiful person at the celebra- ceremony. Sure. If anything, she's usually not that nice. I mean, like if you mercy. mercy. If you have to look at beauty. The lady getting married, the bridesmaid is ten times more polished, more looking, top model. She has now me campbell features, all these things are inside. But nobody has says I do to her. It is rather the one that you don't know whether this is a leg or a hand. You don't know whether this is the feet or the head. You, you're just you are trying to figure out what's going on. A perfect wedding. She's rather the one that somebody has chosen. What is going on? Sometimes the presence of God has set her apart. The presence of God has caused her to be favored. She's favored. She's favored. There's something on her. People don't even know why they like her. You you are almost naked. People are still not interested. you don't, I told you last week, I can go to Rebecca from next week, if you like just say, pastor, I think we are tired of your preaching we are going, uh, pastor, go, go to for the. I will go, I don't mind I can go, if you do, you are not interested in my preaching anymore, you must tell me I can stop any minute, I can stop at any point, and I can continue elsewhere, okay these people, I feel like they don't want me to preach, they just want me to, they are just looking at me I'm not saying anybody say you are helping us. I'm not hearing anybody say we are here. I'm not hearing anybody say preach to us, preach to us. I'm not hearing it. Nobody is saying this message is for me, it's for me, it's for me. me." Are you looking at me like this, Pastor? I don't know what you are talking about, but keep talking. I see the presence of God setting you apart. Setting you apart, setting you apart. Listen, do you know what it means to set apart? I mean, there's a group of people here. Can I have five people stand here? Stand five people stand here for me. Five people. Look at the congregation. Five people are standing here. All right, let me have a six person. Six person. Yeah. Standing here. Look at this girl. Small girl. She has come to join all these people. Show your muscles, guys. Show your muscles. Show your muscles. How oh. do you Show your muscles. Whoa. Whoa! Oh yes, oh yes, there's something there. Eh. (laughs) But if my daughter has the presence of God inside her, God will set her apart and shift all these guys like this, and she will be standing here. And you will not know what has happened. There is a God inside her that is setting her apart, apart, apart set apart. We remove the other ones and we place you there. I see God setting you apart in the name of Jesus. Look at it. For your presence among us sets your people apart. Sets you apart. You become like a unique person. Yeah. The presence of God will set you apart in the family. Whatever is working in the family will not work on you. Whatever is attacking the family will not attack you, because the presence of God sets you apart. It sets you apart. The presence of God will set you apart in the class.? And yeah. you're sitting there, and the presence of God is busy lifting you. The teachers start having a liking in you. You start understanding maths. I mean, look at you. From Kalanyone, you are understanding math. You are understanding math from Kalayoni. You know Kalanyone. You are from Kalanyone. Good song. Little ability. And you are understanding mathematics. Wow. Wow. The presence of God is setting you apart. Oh yeah. Mathematics. Physics. Geography. Geography. Hallelujah. Amen. I see the presence of God setting you apart. Amen. Take your seat in the presence of God. <laughs> Number two. The presence of God will change your results. <laughs> a lot of us wants to see different results in our lives. I came with the solution for you. <laughs> I've got the solution. Bring the presence of God. In your reality, Genesis thirty-nine, verse two, the Bible says, "The Lord was with Joseph." That's all. That's all. Look at what happened. And he was a successful. Success is a result. You, if you don't know, I'm telling you, the other result is failure. Yeah, and demotion, and complications. That's another result you can end up with. When another thing is with you. The Lord, the Lord was with Joseph. And Joseph's results started changing. There was no success. (laughs) There was no success. A man nobody liked. Now the people are liking him. (laughs) We knew the name of Joseph before. I mean, we knew Adam, we knew Eve, we knew, we knew Eve, but We didn't know it was Joseph. Who is Joseph? Until the presence of God comes on him, as soon as the presence of God is on him, his name is Joseph. And I, are you not called Joseph? There's my nephew. Please come for my nephew. My nephew is here. Stand up. There's my nephew. He came to visit me, and his name is Joseph. Hmm? Today, people are called Joseph, and you know why? They are calling themselves the name of a person who was a slave. Yeah, as a slave, that people are claiming their na- his name is I my mean, name is Joseph, a slave, a former slave. What is making people to name their children Joseph? Because a slave became a prime minister without without elections simply because the Lord was with Joseph. The presence of God was with the man. And because of that, people today are naming their children Joseph. People are naming their children Joseph. I mean a slave. I've never seen anybody naming his son Pharaoh. Pharaoh was the man with the money. Pharaoh was in charge. Have you seen Pharaoh before like, this is Pharaoh Mutsepen. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, Joseph Mesa Modisi. Yeah. The presence of God will bring results. Real results in your life. You try it. Number three. The presence of God will change your circumstances. Your circumstances are changed by the presence of God. Look at it. Luke 5, 4-7. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Prior to this, Simon took his boat went in the night and looked for fish the whole night not even a sardine to show to his children that I went to to fish, nothing the whole night this guy was in the, the deep looking for fish couldn't find, descended to crabs nothing, descended to sardines nothing, he says we caught nothing, he didn't say we caught small fish, we caught nothing we got nothing. Then in the morning, Simon is washing his nets to wait for the night again. Then there comes Jesus. Jesus comes by the sea and a lot of people come where Jesus is. So Jesus has a problem. He wants to talk to the people but the people are all over. So he looks around. He sees the boat of Simon. Simon. Simon has worked all night, he's back at the seashore, just washing his nets, preparing for the next night. So he says to Simon, can I jump on your boat for a few minutes? Simon says, no problem, jumps on the boat. Then he says to Simon, go out of the seashore a bit, so that people don't come, because there's water. So he's now in the, in the boat, then he starts preaching to the people. And the water is creating a barrier so people can't come to him. Are you listening to me? Now you are picking the story here in verse 5. When he had finished speaking. After he finished preaching to them, he's done. Then he looks at the boat of Simon. He said, there's not even a sudden moving. I've just used your boat. And I'm looking, I don't see anything here. So he looked at Simon and says to Simon. put out into the water and lay down your nets for a catch. You've helped me catch people. Let me help you catch fish. Then Simon said, Ish, I think I need to tell you something. I've done that already the whole night. I didn't sleep. I moved all over here. I didn't catch anything. saying I should do it. What is the difference between that boat in the night and that boat in the morning? It's a simple difference. Somebody has entered that boat. There's another presence in the boat now. That that boat didn't have that presence the whole night. And that boat had certain results that day. But now another person has entered the same boat. Are you listening to him? another person is now in the boat. And as this person enters the boat, I told you last week that one of the sons of the presence of God is speaking the voice. You start hearing instructions when God is with you. So now that God is in the boat, God gives an instruction. And as soon as the instruction is obeyed, look at the next verse when they had done so, when they did what the presence told them to do, because they they went to the same place in the night. It it, it didn't change the same place. It's the same water. They went the first time by themselves. This time they are going by instructions from the presence. And as they are going by instructions from the presence, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish. That their net began to break. The presence has entered your boat. The presence has entered your business. Same thing you were doing yesterday. The presence is not there. And the presence said do this. The presence has entered your ministry. The presence has entered your ministry. And as soon as the presence is in your ministry, you see, you are going the street trying to get two people. Nobody is coming. You even offer transport. I said, ah, I don't need transport. Oh. I'm not coming. The presence is not there. May the presence be with you. May the presence be with you. When the presence comes, Look at what happened. The circumstances have changed. Have you seen that? He caught a large. Somebody here is going to catch a large. Ah, It will be when they talk about you, they talk about large. They Don't talk about small numbers. When they mention your name, they mention large numbers. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Large, 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 large numbers. When they mention your name, it comes with large. Eh? It doesn't end there. Look at the next line. Look at the next line. So they got so much that it became a problem. When you see when God blesses you, it's not a problem. Like you are no more happy. Because the boat, again, if the boat now collapses, you are dead. They are in the sea, the boat is too full. That's the blessing has become, a, has created a good problem. You have more than enough, you don't even know what to do with anymore. So they signal their partners in the other boat to come and help them. People who couldn't cut nothing the whole night are now asking for help because they've cut too much. Then they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Another problem started. Another problem started. This is a net-breaking, boat-sinking blessing that is coming to you As you accept the presence of God and you start flowing with the presence of God. Look at the circumstances. They have changed. Net-breaking, boat-sinking type of a blessing. It is your portion in the name of Jesus. The presence of God will make you very attractive. Oh, yes. Some of you are not attractive. You know that. Like you are not nice. No, you are not nice. You are not nice. The problem that I have in this world is that I'm usually the only one telling you the truth. Everybody else is lying to you. So when I'm telling you the truth, you start hating me. But I'm hoping that you will see the, the truth and the good in me telling you the truth and now you will start liking the truth yeah that's my problem in this world is that usually I'm the only one telling people the truth everybody else is lying to them look you are not that nice no you are not you are not I I know maybe this is the first time you are hearing it you are not You are not. Yeah. You are deceived. And the fact that you are even angry with me right now, it shows that you are very deceived. With me even saying it now, you are even getting more angry. It just reveals how deceived you are. Yeah. Okay, let's check your Instagram account. You are busy. You are busy asking people to follow you and you will follow them. Uh, Say, please follow me, I will follow you. If you are really nice, why are you begging people to follow you? So that so that you can follow them. Oh Some of you is that you are working for Facebook, you need to monitor for people to even like your things. I know of somebody who posted something before. He tagged me. I didn't know he tagged me in his things. I didn't like it. You know that he called me. Oh, yes. He called me to say, please go and like. my. No, he called me just to say to me, I've tagged you in my things. And you didn't like it. I said, please, I'm very sorry. I'm going to go and. uh, uh." I'm not saying. I say me, your pastor. Somebody called me. And the purpose of the call is that I tagged you on my post and you didn't like it. If you are nice, do you need to be calling us, getting agitated when you see we didn't like your things? Oh, look, you are not nice. You are not that nice. Okay, okay, okay. You are nice, but not that nice. Maybe, maybe, maybe that one. Or at least. Okay, you prefer that one. Like. Okay, you are nice, but maybe not that nice. All right. Is that better? It flows better. That one is a bit better. You are not that nice, but you are nice. All right. All right. But I say believe you are not nice. Okay, let's just. <laughs> because, you see, if you believe you are nice, what I'm about to say, you will not believe it. Yeah. What I'm about to say is for people like us, who know they are not nice. You, you get like, I, you don't need to tell me. I know I'm not nice. I know. I know very well. You know, if you're honest with yourself, a man of God asked people before, he was having a, a marriage seminar. He asked them, if you were asked to marry somebody and you were asked to marry you will you marry you knowing you the way you know you (laughs) you see (laughs) you'll be surprised that you don't marry you you'll be surprised that if you If they put you there and they ask you to vote you, you will not vote. You will not vote you. And yet you are planning that somebody, another person's child, must marry you. Meanwhile, you will not marry you. This is the epitome of wickedness. That you, you will not choose you. But you are wishing that somebody's child must come and carry this mess make it his portion he must he must receive this the only thing that can make me nice nice enough for somebody to say oh there seems to be something there is the presence of God I'm telling you the truth. It's the presence of God. If you have this mind, when people like you, you will not become proud. You know, I'm nice. You say, thank God. He made me nice. But if you think you are nice by yourself, the little compliments you will get from anybody, it will enter your head so fast. And before you know it, pride has filled your heart. Nobody can talk to you again. Oh yeah. When you learn to identify your own problems, say no. The way I am, eh? I will not even choose me. But God chose you. It, God in you makes you attractive. People start liking you. Look at this. Zechariah eight twenty three. Thus says the Lord of hosts In those days Ten men From every language of the nations Shall grasp the sleeve Of a Jewish man Meaning your clothes they will. Have. The Bible says that It is not a Jewish who is from Israel a, Jewish itself, a person that has given his life to Jesus Christ I am a Jew Yes I am a Jew As I am standing here I am a spiritual Jew That's why my son's name is Israel. My daughter's name is Zion. They they all have Jewish names. Because I'm a Jew. Yeah. When you say Jewish, there is not just the guys of Israel. The Bible says that we have access to the blessing of Abraham, who is a Jewish person, through Jesus Christ. So the day I give my life to Jesus, I become a Jew. I become a Jew. Find that scripture. It's not a Jew, whatever, whatever. whatever but who is, is a child of God? That's a Jew. But look at what will happen to you. Ten people will hold you. Ten. And look at what they will say. Let us go with you. Why? We have heard that God is with you. We have heard that God is with you, so we want to go with you. Please, we have heard that God is with you. Can you come and work for us? Please, I have heard that God is with you. Can I marry you? People are marrying God, not you. It's the God in you that people sense. And then the God in you calls, calls them to choose you. We have heard that God is with you. Or we have sense that God is with you. So we are all, ten people, they are all choosing you. Ten. Ten people are choosing you because God is with you. They have sense that God is with you. So they are all choosing you. Makes you highly attractive. People start choosing you people start wanting to be your friend because they sense God is with you. You are very attractive. You are very attractive. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed by all these nasty nasty things? Last week, I showed you seven reasons why you need the presence of God to go with you. This morning, as I close, I promised you that I was going to show you how to get the presence of God. So I title, Seven People Who Will Have the Presence of God In 2023, seven kinds of people who will carry the presence of God. In other words, seven things you should do for you to have God. How can I secure the presence of God? Pastor is saying God is everywhere, but God is not with everyone. I want God to be with me, I want to be set apart, I want my results to change. I want my circumstances to change. And I want to be attractive. I want everything I do must have an attraction in it. A certain attraction must be in what you are doing. Attraction means, don't don't make it sexual. When when you hear attraction, don't be like that. eh? Don't be that, the moment you hear attraction, your mind goes like this. No. Attraction means that, yeah, you have favor. Attraction means you are chosen. That's attraction. Don't take every word this way. And I'm not saying, if you you, you want to do other things and then you now want to use the presence of God, it cannot work. I'm already telling you it will not work. You can't use God for such things. What kinds of people quickly will carry God in 2023? Number one, those who preach about Jesus Christ and win souls ah, you are not clapping yes people are saying, oh those who preach can i disqualify most, those who preach tell you why maybe you don't have the presence yet. It's because you are not doing this. You are doing a lot of other things, but you are not doing this. Jesus reserved his presence to preach us. I don't want to lie to you. Anybody here that would decide this year I'm going to win souls. I'm going to tell, that like the word Jesus will come out of my mouth in a conversation that I'm having with somebody. I will have a one-on-one with a person and I will tell them, do you know Jesus? Anybody who can bring Jesus in a conversation this year, I promise you. The reason you don't have his, do you realize Jesus is God? Okay. He says, where two or three are gathered in What? My name What happens Where you are gathered In his name So his name is mentioned In that gathering He's there He's there You don't need to ask for him If you are having meetings And his name is mentioned Where two or three are gathered? Be with me. Where two or three are gathered in my name I am there. My is there. You know why you feel the presence of God in the church? Because we are gathered in his name. Whenever you are gathered into somebody's name, he comes. So imagine you having constant gatherings in his name. You are constantly talking to people in his name. His presence start being with you. Consistently. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. I am there. In the midst of that. Except if you are saying that you don't want the presence of God. I'm leaving the presence of God to preachers. He didn't say where uh, preachers are gathered in my name. Where two or three? Two or three people. Two or three girls. Two or three boys. Two or three young people. Two or three older people. Two or three. He didn't specify two or three pastors. I am there. I am there. Yeah. Maybe that's why you don't have his presence. You are having gatherings, but not in his name. You are not having gatherings in his name. As soon as you start having gatherings in the name of God, you know, like I'm, I'm having this meeting with you. It's just the two of us. I mean, a meeting just needs two people. So you are having a little talk with a person. It's a meeting. But the talk is about his name in his name then he comes so you start having and the more meetings you are having the more of his presence you are building yeah yeah have a meeting this week and the whole meeting we are talking about Jesus you are just talking about Jesus. You are not talking about SoCA. You are not talking about Manchester United. You are not talking about Jay Z. You are talking about Jesus. Why must Jesus come and meet you? You are having a meeting about Jay Z. Why must Jesus? What, I mean, what is Jesus having to do with Jay Z? You are having a meeting about uh, 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 AFF and ANC. What is Jesus having to do with that? He will not come. So, if you have so many of such meetings and he's never involved, so you will lack his presence. You will lack his presence. That thing that is making you to be set apart, that thing that is making you to have better results, that thing will not be with you. Hmm? A soul winner is a God carrier. A soul winner is a God carrier. You are a soul winner, you will carry God in. a lot. You will have a lot of God. You see, it doesn't say if they gather, they call my account. As soon as we gather, he comes. So you start having him constantly. Constantly. You start accessing his things. The soul winner is what? Every soul winner is what? Matthew 28 9 to 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you. See, as you go and do this, surely I am with you. Are you learning that? So decide to be a soul winner this year. I'm challenging you. Become a soul winner. What is a soul winner? Somebody who tells people about Jesus. Tell people about Jesus. You invite people to church. You have a little meeting and the purpose of the meeting, I want you to talk about JESUS. That's all. And before you know it, his presence starts coming to be with you. Starts helping you. Starts helping you. Are you blessed? Number two. Who are those who will carry the presence of God in 2023? Number two. Those who stay in fellowship for a long time. If you don't understand fellowship, those who stay in the church for a long time. For a long time. A lot of us, as soon as you've hit one hour in church, you are depressed, you are compressed, you are oppressed. You are stressed. It's too much. Pastor, I like the preaching, but it's too much. I mean, you can't preach everything in one day. Why? The same you will walk out of here now. Still in the same churchyard, yard. You will hit three hours. Or you go somewhere where you are not hearing what you are hearing here. Things that can help you. And you give them four hours. And you don't feel it's a problem. You never feel it's a problem. But you are in a place where you are being helped. You are being encouraged. You are being directed. And you feel it's too much. A person who will carry. I mean, look at us here in the church ne? The members of this church that have God or a bit of God are members who stay longer in church. Some of us that are still at the level where as I said, okay, bye, bye. Okay, see you next week. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Oh, you don't even greet. As soon as it, pew. Make me do you know that cartoon? Make me. Eh? run run It or something mick mick after the service mick mick gone you are looking for the member the members have disappeared now I know that sometimes that takes longer you know my weakness but how come every Sunday you make, mick us every Sunday mick mick gone you never stay to know the name of this brother with dreadlocks. You never stay to the name of this brother with uh, glasses. You never know anybody that you are a member with that member. You are not interested. I'm here for church, church, bye, home, church, church, chair, bye, home, go. Like, I'm not interested. I will not, I will not try to know anything. And, and you see, you, you are not staying longer. So you can't carry certain things. You can't carry. I don't want to lie to you. You cannot carry God if you are just one minute. Mick, Mick. You can't carry God like that. Okay. Last week, Sunday, I came here at 7 30 in the morning. Do you know what time I left here? Half past 11 at night. I think by then you are already somewhere in Paris flying above the Alpha Tower hey. in your dreams. Hey. Me, I'm sitting, your pastor is still, I haven't had dinner. I'm in that office seeing one by one. Low shedding has happened. I'm using torch. I had all my meetings with phone torch until half past nine, eleven at night. By the time I walk out of here on Sunday, it's only the, the chickens and the, the few, that are just hear a small, small noise. and you want to carry God to the degree I'm carrying God but you can't stay in the house of God for a long time the, the house of God is itchy you, you can't stand too much I'm saying last week Sunday I came here half past 7, 11, half past 11 at night half past 11 a lazy man has no future You have no future. Hmm? Proverbs 23, verse 29 to 30. Who has a hope? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? You see, you can never have something without a cause. Do you get it? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long at wine. Do you understand the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> For you to have red eyes, it <laughs> You can't drink one glass of wine and your eyes are red. You are new. You are new in the wine drinking. Who has redness of eyes Those who linger, what? Long, long at the wine. And you are hitting it consistently. <laughs> Where are my drunkards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you until it has an effect on the eyes. You understand the verse? Are you understanding this verse? Redness of eyes is for long lingerers. <laughs> you must be in the one for a while. The one does you do the one. It does you do it. It does you do it. It does you do it. Aha. Then your eyes start seeing shades of gray. <laughs> when you see a person, you see three. Then they say, who are you? And who are you? And who are you? The wine is working. It has given you red eyes. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Redness of eyes is for those who stay longer. Now nah, the Bible tells us something. Nah, pastor has not given you a license to say, "Aha, uh-huh. pastor, you give." I mean, you've even given me a free verse to not linger longer. Let me quickly bring you home before you lose yourself. Ephesians 5:18. Don't be drunk with wine. Because that will do what? Ruin your life. That's not the lingering I'm talking about. But it says, Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Was, the Holy Spirit is always confused with wine. When people got the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, people started saying, These people are drunk the day the Holy Ghost arrived, people felt that people were drunk. Anna is praying in the spirit and people are thinking she is drunk. So those who linger in the presence of God, longer, longer, they are like drunk people. They are like, they are drunk. And these are the people, when they walk out of here, they have spiritual red eyes. Spiritual red eyes. Like, they can get things done. You can't have your spiritual eyes red if you don't drink the wine of the spirit for a long time. You just come for two minutes. Then you are out. Now, I see you staying longer at church. I mean, stay longer at church. Stay longer. Why don't you stay longer at You know, there are so many things that you can help the church with. You come a bit earlier. Help to clean. Come a bit earlier. Help to do something. Find something to do. Find an excuse to stay longer at church. It will always have an impact on your life. And I have purposely chosen to preach longer because of that verse. I'm not a 45 minutes preacher. If you want 45 minutes preacher, go on TBN. You have 45 minutes preaching. I don't preach for 45 minutes. I preach until people understand. That my, my, my time frame is understanding. I'm not preaching for 45. I'm preaching for people to understand. Yeah. So, I preach longer, believing that, not that it is a rule, but it can affect you. When you are in the presence of God a bit longer. Huh? I mean, look at us. The whole week you are out there in the world in all kinds of places, then you come to the presence of God for 45 minutes and you want to see a change in your life. How can that be possible? But when you go to a tavern, you hit no less than two hours. You go to school, you hit no less than eight hours. You go to work, you don't hit less than 10 hours. But you come to church, you want to hit one hour. And you want change. How can that be possible? How can that be possible? And some of you will say, No, church is hot. It's your work. Okay, is, is it not hot at work where you work there? Is it, not, is it not hot there? In your class, it's not hot there. You mean to tell me that every classroom here has air cones? Huh? You, you have aircons in your car. Even your house is hot. There's no aircon in your house and you're not complaining. You come to the house of God for two hours. You say, There's not even aircon. Yeah, I don't understand. You have aircon in your house. Somebody is blessed. Somebody is blessed. Those who stay longer, longer, longer. Listen to David. Psalm 27 verse 4. The one thing I ask the Lord, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to stay there longer. I want to stay in the hands of God longer. That's David. So I want to stay longer. And David carried God. Because David can stay longer. In the presence of God. And by the way, I've got some good news for you. We actually have aircons. We're going to mount them soon. No, we have them. (laughs) Listen. I'm not saying we're going to buy them. We bought them already. It's just to mount them a bit here. And by the time you enter the house of your father You enter with styles, And then you enjoy And you are happy Hallelujah We have the aircons, And they will be installed And you will feel the presence You, You will feel the presence twice So when you help us with your tithe You are not wasting I pray that God will speak to your heart because sometimes, you see, the reason it takes longer because not everybody pays their tithes. I don't want to lie to you. So sometimes we have to wait longer to get just one aircon. We wait uh, we wait, keep pushing small, hey, until we get one. Then we can put it there. For the people that will come and enjoy it, So, when you pay your tithe, when you give good offerings, it's helping the work of God go faster. I don't want to let to you. It helps us. It helps us. We are now, I mean, your toilets are working. Everything is working. You just flash. Everything is running. I mean, it's nice. And soon, you also enter air will be there. Yeah. Soon, we'll have bigger screens. Everything will be better. And soon, you'll have carpets on the floor. So if you feel like falling, you just... Hey. 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 If, if, if you want to fall, you just... Uh, hey. you just fall. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number three. Those who praise and worship God will have the presence of God. Those who praise and worship God will have the presence of God. If you praise God and you worship Him, you will have His presence. Yeah. Psalm 22 verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. God inhabits praises. Habits means you stay. So wherever people are praising, God comes and stays there. He inhabits praises and worship. So when he finds a person, Ooyaha la 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 Come on. Oh yeah, la la O ya la Mo Dimo. You see, as soon as we start singing, you just feel a presence. That's- You just feel, you just feel something, it starts coming, it starts coming, it starts coming. He inhabits praises. He inhabits praises. As soon as people, you know, long before I could understand Zulu, Tawana, I was in Cameroon and we used to hear the songs of joyous celebration. I would be so blessed. I don't understand what they are talking about. But the song is just working on me. Yeah. Why? It's the presence in the song. The presence of God is in song. In song. In song. So you have the presence of God inside the song. And I want you to be honest. Most of the songs people are writing today don't even have the presence of God. They say, I don't even know who wrote it. How long ago it was written? But it has carried the presence of God until today. Until today. Until today. That's why I like this South African uh, gospel artist, uh, Benjamin Dube. Uh-huh. You see, Pastor Benjamin Dube, you see, he's not just a singer. He has the presence of God. That's why many singers come and they go. Pastor Benjamin Dube is always here. Because he has the presence. He has the presence. And he writes songs about the presence of God. In your presence... In your presence, Lord, I want to be in your... presence. You he writes about the presence. He writes about the presence of God. A lot of musicians today, they write for money. They write for money. So when you, when you, when you are a worshiper, I, I tell you, you will have the presence of God. You will have it. You will have the presence of God. And if you can become a good worshiper so much so that you learn to choose good worship songs on your phone. Like you don't just have any song. I know me. I'm very selective what type of song I listen to. Because I want the presence. I'm not just, I'm not listening for entertainment. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for the presence of God. So if you have a good selection of worship songs, a good playlist. Oh, when you feel depressed, you feel somehow you just press play. Those songs will start bringing the presence of God in your bedroom. Maybe you are struggling to sleep at night because you are feeling like there are spirits in the, in the room. Or you are feeling a presence in the room. Take your song, your, your phone. That's why you should have good songs. I mean, look at now. You are feeling spirits in the room. And when you take your phone, it's nasty C inside. It's jazzy inside. They are bringing more of these demons inside the room. By the time they are done, you are running away. Have worship songs. Worship. Deep worship. Songs that bring God day. you just press play. And you start speaking in tongues gently shiva before you know it eh, another presence has kicked in the place it changes it changes it changes it changes there are spirits in houses there are spirits in yards there are spirits in in places i remember i used to say in San city I was staying in one unit, then they gave me another unit. As I always do, I don't like going to, I don't like taking my family to a place I haven't gone alone first. So, what I do, when I got the keys, I went there first alone. I entered the place, I started praying inside with my worship songs. Then I dozed off. As I dozed off, I started hearing footsteps. And like footsteps are coming where I am. Hey, I'm getting scared. What's going? And the person is coming. The person is coming. And I can feel the footsteps are coming closer. Hey, who is this? And then the person is standing in front of me. A small white boy. I say, in the name of Jesus, come out of here he starts laughing a small white boy he was in that house Mm. and later I started there was other manifestation in the house then one night I'm praying I said where are these things coming from then the Lord tells me somebody died in this house that boy he died in this house Nobody told you the truth. Are you listening to me? You might be struggling to sleep in that room and you are not alone. That's why you are not sleeping. There's a presence. I mean, sometimes you can feel, I'm not alone here. Honestly, there's something. Something is going on. Something is going on. You need to break that presence. You need to break that presence. And you break that presence with the presence of God. Yeah. The presence of God. Learn to take the presence of God in every room. Everywhere you are. I always dedicate a place I enter. I take oil. I go through every door. I dedicate the place to God. Yeah. I chase evil spirits. That were there before I came. They are always spirits. Don't make a mistake. They are always spirits. Always. Make a joke and you are finished there are always spirits. You buy a shop, you are renting a shop, there are spirits there. You buy a land, there are spirits spirits everywhere. Everywhere there are spirits. Yeah. It's up to you to bring the Holy Spirit there. And you do that by creating a habitation. He inhabits. So he he stays there. These evil spirits they cause commotions, problems. People start falling sick. People start dying. All kinds of problems start happening and nobody knows what's going on you came to this new house, you never dedicated the house. You never prayed for the room you are renting. You just move and start snoring. Do you know know who was in that room before you entered that room? Do do you know who used to stay in that room? Okay, do you know the type of operation that used to happen in that room you are renting? Before you came, you become the new renter. Huh? Do you know who used to sit in that chair, office chair you are sitting on? And, this, and you, see, you are spending money you were never supposed to spend. Because you failed to bring the presence of God in the place. Huh? Become a spiritual person. A spiritual person. You arrive in a place. You, you cleanse the place. You can give a whole week. You are just working on that place. <laughs> Let's quickly finish this. I hope you are still enjoying. Number four, those who are thankful will have the presence of God. Eh? People who are always complaining can never carry God. The fastest way to destroy the presence of God in your life is to complain. As soon as you start complaining, God leaves you. Immediately. The moment you start saying, yeah, 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 he withdraws. But the more thankful you are, he comes. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his calls with praise. You enter God with thanksgiving. And you repel God with criticism. And complaints. And grumbling. And murmuring. So never be among those who complain. Rather walk away. These days I have a way of avoiding complainers. When somebody starts complaining, I say, hey, I need to go to the Louvre. And I'm I'm out. I I need to go to the loo. I'm out. It's a quick way to avoid complaints. I need to do something. I'm coming. And then you, you, you walk out. Yeah. Avoid complaints. It kills the presence of God. You can never criticize and gossip about a person and then go and pray and feel God. Am I communicating with you? Yeah. If you've noticed well, those of us That before you come to church, you talk about this person, you talk about this person, you talk about this person. By the time you come here, you are dry like a stick. No presence of God is dry. Because the activities we are doing before have changed the presence of God from you. The Bible says if you have an issue with a person, go talk to the person. Don't complain about it. Talk to the person. Tell the person, you know what? I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about this. Okay, let's resolve it. But you leave the person here, you come and start talking here. You are chasing the presence of God away. By the time you come to church, you lift your hand. The same the moment you just God comes, now you are screaming, he's not coming. So how do you carry God? Don't complain. Don't criticize. Don't criticize people. Don't speak against people. Don't get into that business. Yeah, don't do that. I'm telling you, you're going, to, you're going to chase God away. The presence of God, if you remember, the presence of God is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a dove. First of all, a dove is white. Then a, a dove is very sensitive. Little movement, he's flying away. Little movement, he's flying away. He's flying away. A dove. Very sensitive. So be careful. Be sensitive what you say. Eh? Yeah. Don't criticize people. Encourage people. Help people. Don't criticize your pastor. Encourage your pastor. Help your pastor. Don't criticize. Don't criticize. Encourage. 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 Can I tell you something? If you encourage me, I will do better. Anybody you encourage, they start doing better. Yeah. Anyone, you you will say wrong things, but you don't focus on that. Encourage. The person will will pick up. You start doing better. Our problem is the moment you see something, you start hammering it. And the person goes down like this. Don't criticize. Encourage. You know what? I see something there. I see you can make it. God is going to help us. You'll do it. Yeah, It's going to get better. You are getting there. You are getting there. That little you are getting there, you don't know what it will do to the child. You are getting there. You don't know what it will do to the child. It will push your child. It will help the child. Yeah, You are getting there. You are getting there. I like the way you did it yesterday. It was good. It was nice. Say it. Say to your wife, you know what, the meal you cooked yesterday, yo, 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 yo. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, nice. it was nice. It was nice. It was delicious. Were you the one cooking it, or were angels cooking it for you, or what was happening there? I heard of a pastor's wife. The, 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 the pastor was talking about his wife. And he said, one day the wife sent him to go and buy stuff. A lot of stuff. He bought them. Then he got home. When he got home, he packed the car. As he packed the car, he started carrying the boxes. He said, the wife looks at him. Then he says to the wife, What is wrong, honey? She says, No. She answered, He said, No, honey, I, I, I asked myself, How do you do it? Like, How do you do it? He said, When she asked him, How do you do it? He felt more power. He said, I said, Let me show you how I do it. And said, it was small boxes; it was not even like big boxes. But she just looked at him in amazement. She said, "Man, how do you do it? Like, how, where do you get the power?" It was small boxes. But the moment she asked him, how, like, how do you do it? I mean, I, I can't understand how you get—you can kill so many boxes." He felt power. He felt more power. He started carrying boxes more. Because the wife asked him, How do you do it? But another one, foolish man. You see, you see, small boxes, you are spending two days to carry two boxes. I see you encouraging people. I see you encouraging, encourage, encourage, encourage. Put fire. It will work. Let's end our little talk. I hope you are still enjoying my preaching. Oh. Those who are prayerful will have the presence of God. Acts 4.31 As they prayed, the place. Remember that for the rest of your life. As they prayed, the place. As they prayed, the place. That's why I want you to pray in your house. Because as you pray, the place. As they prayed, the place. Prayer affects places. Prayer affects places. Yeah. The place shook. Because prayer affects places. Yeah. When you pray in the house, the house is being shaken. Evil spirit, hey, coming out. Where you pray, the place is shaking. The place is affected by the prayer. The place, the place, the room, the renting place. The place is always affected by the prayer. It's not just the people, the place. The place, the place. As they pray, the place. The first thing to fill your prayer is the place. The place. So the less you pray in that house, the less the place is affected. And the more you pray, the more the place is affected. The more you pray in that bedroom, the more that bedroom would be affected positively. Yeah. Isn't it Jesus who said when you want to pray, enter what your room? Lock the door. The room becomes affected. Mm. Every house I have stayed, there's always a place where I pray. And I tell you, that place becomes an altar. Meaning, it's a place of direct connection. Like, sometimes I even make it like a joke. I stand here, try to feel, and I come to the place where I pray. As soon as I enter the place where I pray, I tell you, they upload... Instant. instant instant you start receiving thoughts ideas, revelations it start flowing the place the place have a place that's why we pray in the church we shake the place so that next time you come small prayer your needs are met because the place has been shaken the place has been shaken the place has been shaken Hallelujah. We are fasting and we are praying here in this place. And the place is shaken. It becomes a place of possibilities. Place of power. Number six, those who obey God will have the presence of God. John 8, 29. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. Why? I always do those things that please him. Why is God not leaving Jesus? Jesus is always doing things that please God. Obedience. Obedience brings God. It brings God. When you obey God, you attract God. Obedience. I always do those things that please God. So because I do those things that please God, God hasn't left me. God's presence is with me every day every day. God is always with me Why? I obey God. When he asks me to do something, I do it. I see you obeying God. Yes. Ah, I see you obeying God. Yes. Lastly, those who ask for the presence of God will have the presence of God. You have not because you ask not. Ask and you will have. Moses asked for the presence. God, you must go with me. If you don't go with me, I don't want to go. Ask. 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 Before you start a journey, Lord, I ask for your presence to go with us in this journey. Lord, go with us. Ask for his presence in your bedroom. When you come from work, you are tired. You can't pray for a long time. Lord, I ask for your presence in Jesus' name. Please be with me tonight. Guide me. Like David, even though I walk through the veil of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because you are with me. So, Lord, I'm going through the valley of death, darkness in this night. Be with me in Jesus' name. Ask for the presence. Ask for the presence. When you enter the taxi, small prayer, Lord, be with me in Jesus' name. Thank you. Pray for the presence. Always ask for the presence of God. You are called for a drop interview. You are sitting there before your time comes. Lord, please be with me. As soon as I enter there, go with me. Lord, I ask for your presence to be with me. Like David, like, like Moses... I want you to go personally with me inside there. Go with me. Ask for the presence. You don't have the presence because you never ask for the presence. A lot of people don't ask for God. They ask for the things of God. Hmm? One day I told my wife, I miss you," she said to me. "Do you miss me, or you miss other things? Do you really miss me, like me as a person? You could be missing the food. You could be missing other things that I cook. That's why I say you miss me. Until today, I haven't answered that question, but (laughs) I don't know what I was missing." But you need to think about it. When you come to God, are you asking for God or for what God has? Which one are you really interested in? Because He can give you the things, or He can give you Himself. So Dave, I mean, God told Moses, I'm going to let, ask my angel to go with you. He said, I don't want angel. I don't want it. I want you to come with me. I don't want angels. Moses was deep. So I want yourself. I don't want angels. I want you to come. Be, be with me. God can give you a gift. But he himself, he's not with you. And I'm ending with that. Give me that bottle. I want to show you what I mean. We are ending here. Camo come. Here's Camo. Camo is getting married and I decide to bless Camo. Right? So I take a gift. I give Camo the gift. Become excited. Yeah, he's excited. And you see, then he goes. As Camo is going... Camo has the gift isn't it? but he doesn't have me he has the gift he has the gift but he doesn't have the giver do you understand that? And this is what happens to a lot of us. God will give you the gift of a job. Then you will run. You disappear. Because of a gift. But you don't have the giver. And it's a matter of time. The gift will run out. You just need to drink four or five times. It's finished. I'm still standing here with plenty more. But now look at it differently. Come, Camo. Say, Camo is getting married. And I said to Camo, you know what? What what do you want? The gift. Sorry? I want the gift. You want the gift. Okay, I've already given you the gift. And you went with the gift and it didn't help much. Now you have gotten wisdom. So now when you come the second time, say, Camo, what do you want? I want you to guide me, Pastor. Aha. Now, Camo wants me. And I'm going with Camo. And I have all my gifts as I'm going with Camo. We are going together. So, as I'm going with Camo, whenever he needs something, I say, oh, no, take, 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 use it, use it, use it. He, and I'm with him. He's using that one. Then after some time, he needs something else. Then I still will have plenty. I say, no, take this one. And I'm with him. That's the difference between people who have the gift and people who have the giver that's the difference you have a little gift that you are running around with another person has the giver with himself he has God he's moving with God not with a gift you are here looking for a car a, 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 you are looking for a small gift but God is saying don't go for the gift go for the giver have the giver with you. Have the giver. Have the presence of the giver with you. That's the most powerful thing. That's the most powerful thing. When the giver is with you, all his gifts are waiting for you. All the gifts are waiting for you. And you don't need to ask, he, he, because he's there, he see. Okay, no, take this, use this. No, don't use that. Use the other one. He has more than enough. small thing he gives you, you run like this. eh? Then you are alone then and the things start working on you. Wisdom is entering us by the grace of God. Become wise this morning. Go for more than a gift. Go for the giver, the presence. Lord, I will not be satisfied until I have yourself, yourself. The gift of preaching is good, but I need the preacher himself. I need God to be there. Desire his presence. It will transform your life this year. Go in 2023 with God. Enter February with God. Enter March with a consciousness. God is with me. Tell your children, God is with us. Have a consciousness. When your children are going to school, my child, God is with you. You will do well. My husband, God is with you. My wife, God is with us. God is with us. Let's build a consciousness of his presence. The more than anything, tell yourself, Mutimo is with me. God is with me. I'm not alone. I'm not alone not alone. I refuse. I'm not alone. So that's what Satan keeps telling you: You are alone. You are alone. Nobody is helping you. Nobody loves you. Nobody will help you. No. Satan, I'm not alone. God is with me. God is going to help me. God is going to help me. God is going to heal me. God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. God is with me. I believe in God. I trust in God. God is with me. God is with me. Hallelujah! God is with me. God is with me. Let's stand on our feet, please. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Come on. Come on. Just begin to receive. Place something else there for me. Just begin to receive his presence right where you are. Father, I thank you. I'm not alone. You are with me this morning. That's right. That's right. That's right. Why don't you lift your hands and start receiving his presence? Lord, I believe you are with me this morning. That's right. Come on, receive his presence. That's right. I know you are a bit tired, but don't focus on yourself. Focus on the presence of God that is here this morning. His His glorious presence that is here this morning to help us, to heal us, to strengthen us. The presence of God that is here this morning. Come on focus on him, focus, focus on the presence oh yes his majestic presence oh, 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 oh come on, access his presence I was was focusing on gifts, but this morning I want to focus on the giver, the giver, the giver himself. The giver, the giver. His His presence will set you apart. His presence will set you apart. His presence will set you apart. His presence will bring results, good results in your life. His presence will change your scent. His presence will change your circumstances. His presence will transform and will make you to be a very attractive person, a very pleasant person, a very favored person. On the Lord for a few minutes, we are almost done. We are saying, Pastor, I want the presence of God in my life. The presence of God is in the person called Jesus Christ. The Bible says, No one can go to the Father except through me. So, Jesus is the way to the presence of God. So, right now, I want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I'm going to count up to three. When you hear three, if you want Jesus, to lead you in the presence. You just raise your right hand and Pastor I will pray with you. Your right hand, just raise your right hand high. Pastor I want you to pray for me. I want Jesus in my heart. I've been attending church but I don't think I have an experience of the presence of God. I want God in my life today. I want him to forgive my sins. I want him to wash me and change my life. At the count of three, please raise your right hand and Pastor I will pray with you. One, two, Three, raise your hand. God bless you. 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 That's right. God bless you. 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 Raise it high. Don't be ashamed. You are saying, Pastor, I need prayer. I want to give my life to Jesus. You can take your hands down. Now, if you are already born again this morning, but you want to recommit yourself to God. You've heard the word and you feel. Man, I miss this thing Pastor is talking about. I know it, but I miss it. I don't think I have it of late. I'm like Samson. I lost the presence. I'm like Cain. I left the presence. I'm like Adam. I mess up the presence. Right now, I want to pray with you. Don't be a proud person. Listen, you need God. Not me, God. You need God. At the count of three, Pastor, I want to recommit my life to Jesus. I don't think I have the presence of God like I used to. But this is an opportunity for me to get things right. At the count of three, raise your right hand. And the pastor will pray with you. One, two, three. Raise your right hand up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That's right. God bless you. That's right. You. That's right. God right. that's, right. that's right. That's right at the back. I see you. God bless you. Thank you so much. You can take your hands. And now, all of us that raise our hands, please take a step of faith. Come and join me in front here. So that we can pray with you for the presence. Come, 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 come. Quickly, 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 quickly Come and receive the presence Come and receive the grace of God Why don't you come? It's your opportunity Is your opportunity God is healing us God is helping us Why don't you come this morning And receive help from above God is calling you right now Come and receive help Come and re- God bless you, God bless you Come and receive help Come and receive help What a blessing. What a blessing. I'm still waiting for somebody who says, Pastor, I want to join. I want to join. I want to commit myself. God bless you. Come, come, come. Of course. Of course. Of course. Now, let's raise our two hands to the heavens like this. Raising your hands is just a sign of surrender. You're just surrendering to God. Say, Lord, you know what? I really, really, really need you. I really, really need you. And I want you to repeat these blessed words from the bottom of your heart. The Bible says, whoever confess with his mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead, they shall be saved. So confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and the transaction is done. Now, let's speak together. Dear Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. Please forgive me my sins. Wash me with your blood. I believe you died for me. On the third day, you rose again. That I might be justified. Right now, I believe my sins are forgiven. I'm justified by your blood. I'm saved. I'm restored. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I am free from the power of sin. To serve the living God. Thank you Jesus. For receiving me. Thank you Jesus. For restoring me. Thank you Jesus. For saving me. From today. I turn to God. I fix my eyes on God. Father. Write my name. In the book of life. I want to experience. Your presence once again. Touch me one more time. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. I receive a fresh touch. From heaven. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I pray for every precious soul. That has come here this morning. The Bible says no one can come unless you draw them. So I believe you have drawn us. Father as you have drawn us. wash us. Forgive us and write our names in the book of life Satan I break your grip on the lives of these people I bind you now in the name of Jesus I destroy every work that you are doing in the minds of the people of God every attachment that they have with you every ancestral attachment every generational curse whatever has been working against them this morning I crush it in the name of Jesus let the people of God go free Let the people of God go free. I apply the blood of Jesus on each one of them right now. Their results are going to change. Their circumstances are going to change because God is entering in the boat in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you glory. The good work you have started, you will bring it to completion. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life.